do now in Lekutis Sichas Chelik Yud Gimel. This is the Sicha Aleph Aparshas Ba Midbar. This is a Rashi Sicha. Uh, the Rebbe explains over here in the Pasik, the Rashi translates the word Mineged. And uh, the Rebbe is going to bring down various different Psukim and word, the word uh, Neged and Mineged, exactly how it means. He's going to explain the Rashi so beautifully. Uh, to show how every word and uh, the way uh, the Rebbe will explain. So let's go inside, let's do in the uh, beginning of Ois Aleph. Uh, Al HaPosik, so the Posik starts to discuss over here in the second parak in the Parshas, Chumash uh, Bamidbar, in Parshas Bamidbar, in the Perik Beis, the Posik starts to discussing the way they camped uh, around the Oyel Moyed, the way they uh, positioned themselves. So the Pasuk starts off over there, that Ish al-Digloi, that each person should go by his flag. So they had each uh, tribe had their own flag, and then the people would look at the flag, they'd know where they belong, because they had the coloring of the... One shot in Raj, they had the coloring of the uh, stone of the Choshen, are there, and these were beoisos. They had a specific uh, color. They had a, a cloth that colored, and they had each one had their color, as I said, from the choshen, and lebeisavoisom. Uh, so, of course, you followed your uh, father, which means the tribe went by whoever your father's tribe went. So the people went to their father's tribe. They went to that flag. Yachanu bnei Yisro. So that how they camped when the Mishkan uh, stayed in one place. And then the, the verse later on says what happens, how they traveled when they, uh, uh, with the cloud, and as it goes on there. But here it says, Yachnu B'nei Yisro, says, Mineget. Mineget means in front, as we'll see soon. In front, in front, and then it says, Saviv Yachnu. All around, Saviv means around the oil Moyed, the tent of meeting Yachnu, they should camp. So, the word Mineged, I'm saying Mineged, I'm translating, you'll see later on, the, it means in front. In front, all around. In front of the Mishkan, all around. But what does Mineged mean? So Rashi translates Matik Rashi Tevis Mineged. So Rashi quotes from the Pasuk Mineged. On the Farish, and he explains Merochik Mil, that they were distant a meal. A meal, as we'll see, is 2,000 Amis. And Rashi will explain why. First of all, Rashi says, uh, How do we know this? It seems Rashi says that it was. Far a meal, because in the pasuk in Yeshua, Peregimel pasuk Dalad over there it says, "Achrochik yie beinechem ubeinov." The distance to be between you and the oil moed should be kaal payim amo should be two thousand amo, two thousand amo in a meal. That's the same thing. So we see here that the Yidden were camped. 2,000 Amas, they were kept a meal. And what's the reason? Why a meal? So they should be able to come on Shabbos. 
Shabbos, you're not allowed to walk more than a Tchum Shabbos, more than 2,000 Amis, more than a meal. So in order for them to come to Merach meal, that's why. And later on also the Rebbe will explain, because we'll see, halachically within a city you can walk more, but let's leave this for later. But I, technically, in order for them to be able to come on Shabbos, they couldn't be further than a meal. So that's why it was 2,000 Amis in between uh, where the Yidin's camp basically finished and the uh, point of the oil made. And then Rashi adds, Moshe v'aren. Ashiyuchu lovei b'Shabbos, so they should be able to come on Shabbos. Moshe v'aren u'bono v'alavim choinim b'samuch loy. And Moshe and Aren and his sons and the Levim, they camped very close to the oil made. And the is going to explain all these details in the Rashi, which basically means they were also on the four different sides. So Moshe and Aaron were on the front, and then you had the other Levim, the other families, on the three different sides of the Oyel Moed. But they were next to the Oyel Moed. They were around, the, surrounding the... They were hugging, basically, surrounding the Oyel Moed. And the rest of the Yidin were also surrounding, but they were far away, and there was a, no, not further than a meal. So now, the Rebbe is going to ask uh, several questions. And um, and he's also going to uh, try to explain, but he's going to ask questions on the explanation. And then the Rebbe is going to ask a total of five questions. So we'll have uh, a few more questions over there. But again, all these questions that we're asking is because they're difficulties, and the more... Uh, that we can come up with, that the Rebbe will come up with an interpretation that will answer all the difficulties that proves that this uh, that this point, that this interpretation is actually the correct one. Because if with one answer you can answer all these questions, so that means that the answer is the correct one because it answers a lot of things. If you're going to start answering each question or try to answer each one separately, that's one way of doing it. But uh, the, 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 what the Rebbe will do is he will show you one Mahalach, one way to explain it, and it's going to answer the questions. Okay, so so let's go start with the questions. So question number one, Tzorach and Aleph. So Rashi writes, when Rashi starts the comment, he says um, that it's a distance of a meal. So it seems like Rashi is explaining what means the word Mineged. He's not just telling you how far, but he's telling you that Meneged means far, means far away. Because otherwise Rashi wouldn't say Merachik mil, Rashi would say Meneged mil. Since from the fact that Rashi adds in the beginning of his commentary the word Merachik, he doesn't write Meneged means a mil, just tell you how much as it says in Yeshua that it's Alpai Mama, so we could, we could bring just the proof. Mashma. So from there it, it appears. So we, we, we hear from that. We know from that. Rashi's intent is not just to explain what is how distant it was that it was a meal. But Rashi's trying to tell you that Mineged means Merchak. It's a distant a meal. So why does Rashi have to explain the word Mineged? So Veina Muvat. That's not understood. 
על הפוסק והיו חייכת תלויים לכל מנגד. This was a, a pasuk brought down in the Torah, which we just learned in the parshas Bukhukoisa just before. So, but there the pasuk says, "Vehoyu chayechot luin lecha mineged." Your life will be hanging at you, mineged. So the word mineged is brought down over there too. And the question is, "Lepirish Rashi klum." Rashi doesn't say anything that mineged means merochik. So why doesn't Rashi, if the word Meneged isn't clear, we don't know what Meneged means, Rashi should say there's something. Rashi doesn't say anything. So we have to say, because it's self-understood what Meneged means, or, um, so I gotta stand corrected. I thought for a second that the pasuk "Vayu Chayachot Luim Luchame Neged" was in the Parshas Bukhakoy. So it's actually in Parshas Kisovei. Should have looked down at the note in 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 Hora Five. It's in Tovei Chovches Samachvov, and um, so that's what the Rebbe says. It's either he's relying on what he said uh, over here. So it's even understood. Either we shouldn't need explanation here either. Rashi is already explained on the verse. It says there by the story with Hagar. It says in, in Parshas Vayero, it says, and she went and she sat Mineged. What does it mean Mineged? Rashi explains there that Mineged means Merochek. She said from a distance. She couldn't see when she uh, couldn't uh, take that Yishmoel was sick. And so she stood, she, she went and she sat from a distance from where uh, Yishmoel was laying. So the point here is Rashi already said there what the meaning of the word Mineged is. So how come Rashi asks So how come over here Rashi again explains what the meaning of the word "mineged"? He doesn't explain it later on in Parshas Kisove because he relies on this pasuk, or he doesn't have to explain it. But here he's explaining it. how come Rashi doesn't rely on what he explained in Parshas Vayero. The same thing is also difficult in the Pasuk. It's a Pasuk in Hazinu, towards the end of the Vorim. So over there it also says, uh, So also there means, over there Rashi says, Over there Rashi also explains that Mineged means Merachek, that from a distance you will see the land. So, Question is, why does Rashi have to explain it over there? Uh, again, when Rashi has already explained it over here, and over here, why does he have to explain it? Rashi has already explained it in Parshas Vayedo, uh, So we know Meneged means Merochik, and the question is, why does Rashi have to explain it? Now, why do we need to know how far? Uh, second question: What do we need to know how far? Uh, they, it says just from a distance. But how do we know? Why do we need to know this? And, and, and where is it? Uh, based. What is lacking in the explanation of simple psukim? 
That's why Rashi explains how far it was, that it was a meal. Between the Moel and Israel. And then once Rashi says, How did this? He has to say, Well, how come? He has to say the reason so they should be able to come. But why do we need to know even how far it is and then we have to bring the reason for it? So, why does Rashi say, Befrat, especially, when it says over there, in the Pasuk, that Hagar went, and she sat from a distance, it doesn't say how far, it doesn't say how far she sat. In the Medrash, it's actually explained, that there also she stood, she went, uh, she stood away a meal. Rashi doesn't explain it. So we see, that not everywhere the Torah writes, the word Meneged, we need to know, according to the simple meaning, how far is the Meneged. So why does Rashi have to tell you over here that it was Marochik Mil? Okay. So, first of all, why does Rashi have to say it's a distance? Then why does Rashi have to say how far the distance is? And then Rashi finishes up by saying that the Moshe and Aden and the Levim were the next to it. Why is that important? Manegeya, Lavona Spirit Shakosuf Khan. How, how does it connect to understanding the meaning of the verse here? That Moshe and the Levim were camped next to the Oil What does that have to do with anything? So, the Rebbe is going to try to give an answer over here and he's gonna and he's gonna not buy into that answer the Rebbe is gonna try to answer this last question that we asked the Rebbe is gonna try to answer and say why do we need to know this so the Rebbe is going to try to answer and he's going to not accept that answer so there's a little bit of a uh, diversion over here from the whole all the questions because we're going to try to discuss just this last question. Last question was the Rebbe is asking over here is why do we need to know that Moshe they were camping next to the Mishkan. So the Rebbe explains says perhaps we can say as follows we could have said He's coming to answer, it seems like there's a contradiction over here. seems like there's almost a contradiction over here in the Pesukim. Because Lif Nezek Siv, beforehand it's written, Valivim Yachanu, this is in the end of the last Perek, in Perek Al-Pasilun Gimel, it says over there, Valivim Yachanu, that the Levim shall camp, Soviv Lemishkan Ha'edus. So basically it means that the Levim were surrounding the Mishkan Ha'edus. So what is the simply what is the intent of the post to tell us? That they were close, they were next to the Mishka. And Vinkan Kosuv Mineged Over here it says from a distance they used to surround, they would surround the Oil Mayid. They should have kept. 
שפירושי דסוביב זה יהיה מרוחק. So what does this surrounding mean? The first surrounding סוביב means that they came close. But this surrounding means what? That they surrounded the Mishkan, but from a distance. They were a meal away. Bazem, uh, so the question is, so where were they? Again, I mean, there we're talking about the Levim. Here we're talking about all the Bnei Yisrael. That's why it's not a contradiction. That's going to be the Rebbe's, that's very obvious. We don't need, that's a very obvious answer. But if Rashi is coming to explain that before it says they were around, and here is his father, so Vazem, Etaritz Rashi, Shemerochik Mil Hoyushar Bnei Yisrael. The rest of the Bnei Yisrael, besides the Levim, they were distance of mil. So Rashi is adding this thing that Moshe and Aaron, the Bon of Levim, they were next to it, next to the oil mine. To answer this seemingly contradiction, where were they camping? So he says, depends who. The Bnei Yisrael, they camped Merachik Mil around the oil mine, and the Levim surrounded the oil mine, but they were right next to it. And that's why Rashi adds these last words that the Rebbe is questioning now in this third question. But the Rebbe says, The Rebbe is going to give you four reasons why we can't say this answer, that this is the Pshat Lagdit. First of all, this is obvious. It's not a contradiction because it's obvious that that Pasuk is talking about the Levim. And here we're talking about the Yisrael. We can't say that this is Rashi's intent over here to answer a conflict, a contradiction. Ki Aleph, number one, in the previous Pasuk, it says, when it talks about Saviv around, it says clearly, it says the Levim. It's not a contradiction of this, it says Levim. And here, and here it says, So, it's not, we don't need a tit, it's not a question and answer, that over there it says close, and here it says far, that's talking about two different people, as it's a, says specifically in the Pasuk. Over there it talks about the Levi and we're close. And you talk about Yisro. Number one. Number two, so then the, what would the problem be? What is the meaning of Saviv? Close or far? So Rashi should quote the word Saviv then. The Vizas Saviv. So according, if this is the contradiction, the contradiction is in the word Saviv. Earlier, Saviv means right next to, all around it. Here it means from a distance around. So then Rashi should have quoted if Rashi is trying to answer also the word Saviv over here to explain that Rashi should have written the word Saviv too. And Gimel, and another thing we can't say that is Rashi doesn't give an answer. Rashi is just telling you where these stand, the Levim were there, and that the Yisrael was there. But what the meaning of the word Saviv? How could Saviv over there mean next? And this means right. Rashi doesn't address that. Rashi doesn't say Saviv can mean both things. And Dalit, it's like a whole new subject, a whole new question. How, what does Saviv really mean? Does it mean around? Does it mean far away? So that's a separate Rashi. Rashi should say a separate Rashi, not following Merochik meal, where Rashi is trying to explain how far they, that it was a far was a meal. Based on the above, uh, 
explanation that we're trying to answer the Saviv, it doesn't come it doesn't follow as a continuation to what Rashi has written before it. And has spoken many times. In a place where Rashi explains two separate matters, explaining one word, so even though we're trying to explain the Saviv, but if it's two separate ideas, even though it's one word, or a few words, Tevez HaChodesh, or few words, then he requotes and gives you the second. He says, it doesn't just follow in the same Rashi, in the same heading. He will re-head it, write another heading, in front of every subject by itself. Rashi doesn't bring down the word and should also say which he doesn't say, which was the previous question again. Basically the Rebbe says we can't say that that's what Rashi is coming to do but we still have the question. What does Rashi mean when he says and then Levim and the bottom of Levim that they, they camped Soviv. What is that? How does that? What is that telling us? Now, uh, it seems like the reason why they only stayed a meal was so they can come on Shabbos, but otherwise they would go further. Why? I mean, why, why, why would we think that they should be further? Dalit. That's the fourth question. The reason for why they stayed away meal is so they can come on Shabbos. That's a reason. How come they didn't go even further than a meal? So from that you can understand Really, the camp of Israel should be further. But because they won't be able to come, so they made it. Okay, they, they went to the furthest spot. In order so that she's able to come on Shabbos, it was only a meal. We need to understand this. Why should it even enter your mind to begin with? That it should be even further. Why, why would we think that it has to be further, that it should be further away? And finally, the last question the Rebbe asks over here on this is um, why does Rashi have to specify Moshe and Adin, Ubonov, Levim? He could have just said Levim. Levim means everybody. We're around the Mishkan. Hey, why does Rashi uh, specify and enumerate Moshe, Adin, Ubonov, and the Levim? Then Rashi says, Rashi could have said in short, that would be understood. Call Bnei Shevet Levi, all of Shevet Levi. especially Shepshata Mikra Mashma, that the simple meaning of the Posik, Shemashakosuv Lifneze, when it says before this part that the Yid will be Meneged, Valivim, Yachnu, Sovel, Mishkanaidus, who? What are we talking about? In the Pasuk itself, this Pasuk, before it says the Levim, who's the Levim? Everybody includes Koi Gamal Moshe Va'anubonov. It also applies to Moshe and his sons. Sharei Gamhein Bechlal Masha Nemar. 
because they are part of, they're included in what it says, Sovim the Mishkan Ha'edus, V'goymer V'shomra, V'yemis Mishmeres Mishkan Ha'edus, surrounding the Mishkan of the testimony, which is the oil moid, the, the Mishkan, V'shomra V'yemis Meres Mishkan Ha'edus. So that, that includes everybody, the Levi. We don't need to specify them separately, because they're part of it. Actually, the Pesach later on says, how they, when they talked about how they camped, it says, Who are the ones that were in front of the Mishkan? That was Moshe Varen, Ubonov, Shem Rishmeres HaKodesh. So he says they were all, Moshe Varen, Ubonov, Shem Rishmeres HaKodesh. They were all there. Hello. So that first says the Levim were all around. Without telling you exactly which part where Moshe camped and where the Levim camped. And then later on, their place specifically has not yet been detailed. And then later on over there, the Pasuk continues to specify and uh, tell you the details. That where should Moshe and Aaron is on their place? In generally speaking, it's around the Mishkan Eidus, they surround it. But we're particularly Moshe Aaron and his sons. They were in front of the Mishkan to the east, in front of the Oil Moed to the east, and Mizrachah. So, the whole parsha includes in the Levim, Moshe and Aaron are included in it, and they're part of the Levim. Later on, we go and we specify specifically their spaces in the Soviet. But the question is, when Cain. Just say Balavim, as Rashi says. She say, and the Levim, they were around in the Mishkan. Instead of talking about the Levim that we talked before, that would include Moshe and Aaron, and the sons were all part of the Levim. So, why does Rashi? Specify them. So these are the five questions until the Rebbe gives the answer. Okay, so the Rebbe's basic question was what is it about Mineged? You know, sometimes Rashi explains it, sometimes doesn't explain it. Why? That was the Rebbe's basic problem. The Rebbe is going to explain that Mineged comes from the word Neged. Neged means present, before you. But and the word mineged is also understood in the presence before you, as we will see. The problem is that in our Pasik, sometimes the word neged has additional meaning to it because of what the Pasik, the whole Pasik, the contents, the meaning of the verse. Like in our Pasik, because it says, Mineged Soviv. So Soviv means around, already means present, already means before you. Why is it Mineged Soviv? So therefore, we're not really changing the translation of the word Neged, which means present before you, but we're saying before you in a distant way. So Rashi needs to explain the word Mineged when in the meaning of the Pasuk, it looks like the 
Uh, there's additional. Let's look inside. Base. Habir Bikozet. So what's the explanation of all the above? Move on, Mikama, Mikama. And the Rebbe is also going to address later on this whole idea we mentioned about carrying the 2000 armor. You know, there was a, almost like a city there. How, how does it work? We're going to see that's going to be later on. But first, the Rebbe explains the word Mineget. Base. Habir Bikozet, the explanation of all the above. Move on, Mikama, Mikama, Psukim, Betoira. We can understand from many verses in the Torah, Shepirush Tevas Neged. What is the meaning of the word Neged? Who Noichach means present, or Bifnei in front of, Lifnei in front of. That means that the word Neged means here in this place, similar to this. So that's the word Neged. Mizem move on. From this we understand, Gam Kshakosuf Kin Neged. Or mineged ukiyitzaboy, which are words. The chaf and the mem are words of shimush. Hapirushu al derech It means similar to that. Shareize oisa hateva because it is the same word. Betoisves achas meoisius hashimush. You just add one of the uh, letters that use the chaf and the mem chulu. So. So even though we find that it means a little different, instead of just meaning present, it means more than just present. It means a distant, or it means something different. So that doesn't change the meaning of present. It just means that there's additional meaning to the words. It's not intention that the meaning of the word changes around. It's added additional. That's why when there's an additional meaning, in the cases that there's additional meaning, Rashi gets to tell you what it is, the additional meaning. In addition to the meaning that it is present, neged over here, which should fit to the Contents, what we're talking about this pasuk, what it means. So when we say present in this pasuk, it's present in a special way, not just present. Present in a distant. Saying it a little differently, is a general understanding. Noichach means here, present. It could be here far, here but far. It could mean soviv, it could be here but around. Or it could be in one side. Void, it could be that. So we're just saying present, but how present, where, that could be given to the interpretations according to each place. And in every place, the meaning of the Pasik, that is what determines. That in this case, it means only one of the above-mentioned possibilities. So this is what the word over means over here. Okay, because of, he gives you an example. The post, it says, Ezer Kenegdoi. The Ebishter created Chava, the wife. The Ebishter said, I'm going to make for Odom a help then it says, Kinegdoi. What does it mean, Kinegdoi? 
Pirush Rashi. What do you mean Egdoi? Zocho Eizer. If the man has a merit, then the the wife is going to be an Eizer, is going to be a help, a support for him. But Loi Zocho, if he doesn't have a merit, she will be opposite him. So what does it mean, Lilochem, to wage war? So it still means that the naked means she'll be present. But she's not going to be present in a quiet way. She's going to be present in a way to wage war. It's still the same context. It also means that she's present. But in that, in this case, we understand from the Pesach, especially by adding the letter Chov, that what does it mean present? It's in a way that she's going to wage war. That the Jewish people, they camped next to the mountain, in presence of the mountain. Rashi says, means to the east. So it just doesn't mean the general presence, but it means in a specific way in, in, to the east. The whole Mokim Rashi says, Wherever you say Neged, it means you're facing the east. So what does Rashi mean? Kabenosi. So what does Rashi mean? Rashi doesn't mean that whenever it says Neged, it must mean to the east. It means if we're talking about a certain side that you're saying that they are standing Neged, where is the, in the presence of the mountain? If you're talking about a specific side, it'll be the east. If we're talking about a specific side, so then when we say the presence, so then this present where to the east, that's where the presence is going to be. Move on. So we also understand in our pasuk it says mineget is from before. From before you, right? Sometimes it means before you, present before you is in a distance. So what does Mineged mean then when it means like in a distance? In addition to the meaning that it's present in general, then it means Mineged means also from before you, far away, from a distance. Like my Hogor. It says she sat after she left her son Yishmoel, who was dying, who was sick. And she stood Mineged. She sat down Mineged. So it says how Mineged. A distance like you shoot the bow. That's how far a bow goes. That's the distance that she stood, that she sat from where she dropped off the baby. The, or not the baby, Yishmael. So move on. So now, so, okay, so So over here we know, what does it mean, Mineged? It means Pirushim Merochek. It means from a distance. Because that's what we understand. She sat Mineget. She was just present. She was just in front. So how would it be like Metach So we only understand Hamshach Biur Vakama Rochik. 
The Pesach explains, what does it mean, Meneged? What does it mean? How far, and how far? What does that mean? Harchik Metach Vekesha. So we're saying, Meneged over here means from a distance. It was present, but in a distance. Dimkein, Pirush HaKosuv, La'ach So what does the Pesach say later on? The Pesach is again, Vatesha Meneged. After this Pesach, it says again, Meneged. So what does it mean, Meneged, again? Rashi explains that after he got even worse, Yishmoel, she went even further. So because over here, the Mineged means a distance, because we see that in this context over here, means present but in a distance, from before you're far away. So move on, beneath the Dan. Same thing is understood by us, by the Oyel Moyed. Pirush Tevas Mineged Hulifnei. Before, okay, they were standing in front of, before the Oyel Moyed. That's where they camped. Like everywhere else. Mineged means in front of the, in the presence, in front of the Oyel Moyed. Amrabi'im Kloli. But if we're going to explain this in a general way, just that the Mineged means in front of the Oyel Moyed. Lifnei. Then this word, the word Mineged is altogether extra. Because immediately the Pesach says that they should camp surrounding the Oyel Moed. That means before the Oyel Moed. What does it mean surrounding the Oyel Moed? So why does, it have, why does the Pesach saying over here that they were Mineged? It's already Sobhiv. That's why we have to say has an extra meaning. It just doesn't mean present, it means before. The Pesach is telling you that this was far away. Not just that they were present, not in before that, but they, it's far away. So now we have to understand why Rashi has to have in our Pesach. The Rebbe asked before, uh, how come by, Rashi already said by Hogar. Even though Rashi already said, Meneged went far away. So, if Merochek would mean, if Meneged means from a distant, then Rashi wouldn't have to say it again. But Meneged itself doesn't mean a distant. Meneged means present, before. And before could mean different things. Any time when we, we need to translate it, that it's in a distance, that has to be translated according to the meaning of that verse. So, Because merochik is not the meaning of the word. Mineged doesn't necessarily mean from a distance. Merochik is not the meaning of the word. But only in a place where it's forced from the Pesach, we have to say this Menoged has an additional detail. In each case by itself, where there is that additional detail, explains this. I just want to tell you that in the Ha'orah, in the Ha'orah 29, the Rebbe has, because this whole I mean, this is not a usual uh, Rashi, the grammar, the Digduk, the exact that thing, but 
there is a uh, the Rebbe takes it. It's amazing how the Rebbe explains this uh, pieces of digdog. But the Rebbe takes issue with the Radak and the Shefer Asheroshim, and it's a lot more in the notes over here. But that's uh, beyond the scope of what we're doing over here. Okay, so so there's an extra. And so, so basically, what the Rebbe is explaining over here, if Meneged meant Merochik, then Rashi says it once, and then Rashi doesn't explain it again. But Meneged doesn't mean Merochik. Meneged means present, from before you. And wherever the meaning changes around, that has. So in each case where the meaning comes up, like in our case, like in the place by Yishmael, and the Rebbe brings now another example in the brackets. And similar to this, Rashi has to explain it. The Rebbe brought it down before in his question. It says in the Pesach, that you will see the land Mineged. What does it mean over the Regoimer? So, the meaning of the Pesach over there, it's evident. We have to say, it doesn't mean before you. Before you, you will see the land. It doesn't mean that. Because that doesn't make sense. It doesn't fit. To the end of the passage, says, And there you shall not come. So what does it mean? The passage says, uh, From before you, you'll see the land, but you won't go there. So has to mean from a distance you'll see the land, but you won't be there close. That's what Rashi has to say. And Rashi has to explain. Therefore, Rashi has to. Because how does milifnei mineged mean? So since it doesn't mean milifnei stam, so Rashi has to ex- interpret. before, And then Rashi has to explain. That over here it means mineged. doesn't mean before you milifnei, but it means from a distance. Now we can understand what the Pasuk means. You will see the land from a distance. Which is Mekorev. Over there you won't come, which means you won't be close, you won't be able to be there. So we say the Meneged over here is translated as from a distance over there. Same thing in our Pasuk, we say this also from a distance. Okay, so that means that the Pasuk basically is trying to tell you over here that they were camping in front of the Mishkan at a distance. Not present, but at a distance. But the situation is that they anyways had to be of some distance because the Yisrael, the Pasuk, remember the Pasuk started off with talking about where the uh, Bnei Yisrael war, uh, but in that pasuk first it says where the Levine war that the Levine war around the Mishkan, and then the Yidden war uh, also further around the Mishkan. So the question is, why do we need the pasuk uh, to tell us that they were distant? Because if the Mishkan was surrounded by the by the Levim, so they couldn't be next to the Mishkan. They had to be a distant because there was other people over there. So we have to say, therefore, Rebbe says that they wanted them to be far away. 
Why did they want him to be far away? Because the Pasuk says, because the Yidin were not supposed to go into the Mishkan, and the Levim were supposed to guard the Mishkan. So it makes sense that as far as they can go, they should go, right? So they shouldn't come to. So Rashi says, no, but we have to have a certain distance. Let's look inside. Omnom, Hadayin ain't Tevas Meneged, Muvenes, Bepasuk Delon, Muvenes Koltzorka. But still, the word Meneged in our Pasuk is not fully understood. Even if we should say that it means from a distance, it's still extra. We don't even have to tell you that this is Merochik. Why? Because this is also obvious that the camp of Israel had to be far from the Mishkan. It couldn't be next. Why? In the Pesach, what does it say beforehand? It says, That the Levim will camp. And they surrounded the Mishkan of the testimony. They were there by the Mishkan. It's impossible for the Bnei Yisrael to be close to the Mishkan. Because you have an interruption with the Levim. So that's what we have to say. We're not just saying from a distant, a little distant. We have to say a lot of distance. That they should go far. More than they would be distance without the Pasuk telling you the fact that the Levim camped there, so they would have to be a distance. What would be the reason for that? Move on the We understand it simply. Since the Pasuk says that they should protect the Levim, should be around the Mishkan, so that accidentally the Yidin should not venture to get into the Mishkan, and then, God forbid, there will be uh, severe consequences. Rashi, and Rashi explains over there. Vim lav, and if you're not going to protect, she zorim, zu, and if strangers will enter when they serve and make sure that they don't get in, there will be an anger That's why Hakadosh Baruch Hu instructed that the Eden should go far from the Mishkan. in order. To make further, to distant the possibility, so that strangers will stumble by accidentally entering into the Mishkan. So how do we make sure that doesn't happen? So we got to keep them far away. That's what the Pesach says. Mineged, in a distant Savim. Now Rashi has to say, not Rashi is just telling you information. Rashi has to say, that there was a meal that they had to go explain that. Rashi is emphasizing here two matters. First of all, Rashi is telling you that it should be a distant, it's not just a little bit, merchak, but a meal far away. And also Rashi wants to tell you, we're telling you it should be done, but it can't go too far. Let's 
They should go further than would be the, the, the distance that would be just because of the living camp there. They should go even further than that. The tribe of Levi. Now, the tribe of Levi, they stood in the three, and at the front, the Mizrach was just Moshe and Aaron. It was just very, was a very, very small area. But the distance that was, because Chanis Levim, A, they were from three sides of the Mishkan, so it still leaves one side of the Mishkan only with the family. The Rebbe doesn't bring it down here, but we'll see later on. But it leaves it very open. That's one, one problem. Uh, and even in the places where uh, they did uh, uh, camp around the Mishkan, the Levim, they were few in uh, numbers, in the amount of people in the Levim, and they did not take up a large area. But here we're trying to say, go farther than just the Levim, and just in the front that should be a mil away from the Mishkan, which means so that's additional, that's a greater distance than is from the capital of that's one point Rashi wants to emphasize over here and but also that it shouldn't be more than a mil only that, but not further so how do we know that this is the distance? So Rashi says that the source for this is It wasn't further. The Torah said go far. Is because it says in the pasuk in Yeshua, when he was telling them how far should be the camps from the uh, from the from the Mishkan, he says This should only be between you, between the people, and the Mishkan should be only like 2,000 Amma. So that's how we know, that's the Merchak. Okay, that seems to be fair, that it was a meal, that 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 that, that the Pasuk is telling you, uh, you know, go far away, go only a meal, and it should be further away than just the Levim, which Rashi wants, has to tell us, because why do we have to say a meal? We want to try to tell you that it's more, that's what the Apostle is saying, Meneget, further, further, it should be further away. Uh, but how do we know the fact that it says by Yeshua was a meal away, how do we know that this was by the Mishkan too? What's the evidence? Since by Yeshua was a meal, so they were saying it was a meal too. So what's the evidence? Oh, but the after, there's a logic why by Yeshua there was a meal. And because of that same logic that applies, that's what Rashi has to bring it down, that applies to us as well. So that's why Rashi explains, that the reason why they were away in meal so they can come on Shabbos. So this reasoning is still in force also when they were in the Midbar. So that's why it's understood that also in the Midbar, they were distant a mil because the same 
that applies, the rationale that applies for the meal in later on by Yeshua applies also in the Midbar. Okay, so that basically explains why Rashi has to play Meneged, where does Rashi take meal and the coming in. But we have another issue over here. What was the problem, Bechlal, when we say that you can't walk 2,000 Amah, that is outside of a city. If you're in a city, you can walk 2,000 Amahs outside of the city. The Jewish people camped around the Mish, uh, the Olmoid. They were all considered to be like a city. Why would they not be allowed to walk? You can make them further than a meal. Why does it say you can't walk a meal? They can be much further, it would seem, and still walk to there. The Rebbe says that according to Pshutish Mikra, because it wasn't a inhabited place, it was in a Midbar, so over there, we cannot call it a city. They would not be allowed to work, according to Rashi, according to Pshat, they would not be allowed to walk. Let's look inside. Dalit. Amnam. Sarech Lahav. We need to understand. Lama loyhoyu b'nei Yisrael yichaylin lovei laha mishkan. How come the b'nei Yisrael were not able to come to the mishkan? Gam im hoyu rechaykim yesem alpayim amma. Even if they were further than 2,000 amma. We're saying it had to be on their meal too so they can come on Shabbos. Why shouldn't they not be able to come even if they were further than a meal, further than 2,000 amma? The Jewish camp was from all four sides. That the four Degolim and all sides around the Mishkan was full with the various different Bnei Yisrael, the different tribes. As explained in our portion, in the Parsha of Bamidbar. So it's all considered like one city. They're all together. So the Rebbe says, even in this simple matter, can't say that there is an idea that you can't walk from your, in the city, only from your house. It doesn't talk about that. So it's, it's evidence that you're all together, it's one city. Within a city, there is no prohibition of Tchumim. So why would they not be able to walk there? Babir so what's the explanation? So the Rebbe says my explanation may not fit halacha, but Rashi doesn't explain according to halacha. And even if it sometimes turns out that Rashi's explanation is not against, it goes against halacha, it's still not a conflict to Rashi's interpretation because Rashi explains the simple meaning of the Pasuk. Kvar hudgash kamapomim. Already emphasized many times. The Rashi bepirushe al Torah mefarish aksuvim rak al derech apshat. That Rashi, in his commentary on the Torah, he explains the verses only according to the simple the pshat, the simple meaning. Ve'einoi maybe ha'halochis hanilmodis. He does not bring the laws that we can learn. Aideremes v'drush chulu. That it can be a hint or an expounding. Rashi doesn't do that. So what does that mean? That Rashi's business in the Rashi ala Torah is simple pshat. So it's understood. If Rashi doesn't bring halachas, so we can't hold halachas the way it is halacha to Rashi's commentary. The gam shemevi halacha mesuyemes. When Rashi does bring halacha, for example, in this case, that you can't go more than two thousand amas. Harizem is because he has to. Explain it, the halacha, in Shudosh Mikra, so he'll bring it down. 
And even though he brings halacha, doesn't mean that all the details of halacha goes. Furthermore, in this also in addition, the details of halacha, the way it's according to this simple meaning, doesn't have to shiyasimu, that they should fit the way they are in this section of halacha of the Torah. So you can bring a halacha, and even though the halacha itself in pshat, Rashi has to bring it down to explain the pshat, and still it doesn't have to be according to the halacha. Similar is by the Yisut Chumim. The prohibition of Tchumim is explained, it's articulated in the simple meaning of the Pasuk. Rashi says, Al when he was telling them not to bring the Nidvas, uh, the Mishkan, he says, don't go to replay. Rashi says, This refers to the 2,000 Amma of the Tchum Shabbos, not to carry this. Okay, so, what does it mean, don't carry out from your place? Don't go out from your place. What is your place referring to? Your, your place means your house where you're sitting, your, 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 the place where you're staying. Mimikoimoi really means from the place where you are, that would be from your city. Even though the understanding of don't go out from your place, not talking the specific individualized space of the person. Ela'ira, we're talking, don't leave, don't go out 2,000 amma from your city. Because of Tzorich Loimar, Kipshata Kosuf, but still you have to say, like the simple meaning in the Pasuk, Mekoimoi, the place, Shalish, of the man. Which means, you don't go out from your place, a place where people live. Hainumokoi Moshe B'nei Odom, that means a place will you sit at says, person cannot go out from his place. A place would be not necessarily your home where you're sitting or your place, but a place would mean a living place, which would be in a place of a city, but not in a place of a desert, which is not considered a place. That's a place which is settled, where human, where people live. But if you have, let's say, a large area, an unusual area, in the middle of a city, which is not a uh, settlement of people, so then, on that area, yeah, Uh, so on that area, uh, there is. Um, so if you have a shadow goes like Yeruggel, which is not the Siddle uh, people. So in other words, you had the camp, right? And the camp, let's say, and then there was a space between the camps. So that area in between is not considered to be, even though it's closed from all four sides, but that 
small area is not considered to be a place where we live, and the law of 2,000 Amas would apply there. So then on that area there is the Isur that you can't go out of your place. In that area you can't go more than 2,000 Amas. Similarly in our case. Even though we're going to say the entire camp, Yisrael, Leviyah, Mishkan, yeah, this, the big circle was the Yisrael, Leviyah was the inner circle, and then you had the Mishkan, the middle, the center's point, it's considered like one city, see, one, one, one city, because there's no, there's no break of there. Because the, the, the degel, the uh, flags, the four flags was on all four sides. So it was encompassed. It was, everything was uh, surrounded with the golem. Because if there would be more than 2,000 ama space, a gap, between where the golem finished to the mishkan, so in other words, their group was to the mishkan, then from the camp of the Israel, you would not be allowed to go to the Mishkan because you would be going out from your place, from where you are, and you're entering into that empty area, that hollow area, which is the gap in between the Machna Levia and the Yidin. You have to have 2,000 armor to be able to go to come to the Mishkan. Um, so, here the Rebbe comes and answers a very interesting the question the Rebbe answered before. Um, why we have to say that um, Levi, the Rashi doesn't say Levim and he counts specifically uh, Moshe and Aaron and his children war around the Mishkan. Because the Rebbe argues why do we need 2,000 Amas to the Mishkan? We can go further we can go 2,000 Amas from the Levim. Because the Levim are already considered like the city that wouldn't be outside of Mekoymai. So if they go out from their place and there is no 2,000 Amas between them and the Levim, so they could go 2,000 Amas from the Levim, not 2,000 Amas from the Mishkan. But the problem is, there is one spot where there was no Levim. And that spot was just a very, very, just Moshe and Adam was very small. So it's already, you need 2,000 Mishkan. Let's look inside. Hey, Elisha Lefizeh, but based on the above, that based on the simple meaning of the apostle, what is the definition of Mikoimoi means? Where people are sitting, don't go out from a place that people are settled. And so then we don't understand. On the other hand, okay, you can't make a gap. You won't be able to go out from their city if it's more than two thousand ama. But why should there be no more than two thousand ama between the camp of the Yidden to the Mishkan? 
so that in order they should be able to come on Shabbos, so you had to make sure that there should be no more than 2,000 from the Mishkan. Since the Machna Levi that surrounded the Mishkan, that's part of the space. That's part. Don't go out of your place. More than 2,000 Ava, but the Levim would be part of the space. That would be okay. So they're able to come on Shabbos. So you don't, even if it's going to be 2,000 Ama from the camp of the Levi, you can still go there. So why do we need Merchak meal from the Mishkan? It shouldn't be 2,000. You, you should have, shouldn't be more 2,000 Ama. You have the whole Machna Leviya. The Torah says you must go further. Go more than 2,000 Ama from the Mishkan. Why do we say 2,000 Amas from the Levi, from the Mishkan? Should be enough 2,000 Amas from the Levi. Bapihanal, based on the above, that we're trying to get them as far away as possible, meal, because we don't want them to make by accident to come to the Mishkan, they should go as far as possible. Then we should get them as far as possible. The Zem is Saim Rashi. That's why Rashi concludes Moshe va'adin ubono va'alvim choinim b'samachloi. That Moshe and Aaron, Rashi articulates, specifies Moshe and Aaron, his sons, and the Levim camp close to the Mishkan. Hainu shaloi rakal Levim, not just the Levim, which is close to Shevet, generally the tribe. Chonu samachla Mishkan that they rested close to the Mishkan. Elagam Moshe va'adin ubono. But Moshe and Adam is son also. Ubahem, and with regards to Moshe and his son, Harim Ephoidish takeeth the Kamon. Moshe and his sons, who was there? The Pasik says immediately, further on, Verakhem Chonu Mitzada Mizrach Shalamishkan. It was only those Moshe and his sons. How many people was that? Four people. Moshe Aaron and his sons. Not the Vavi Rugan, it was a Lazar in the summer. So there was four people that were on the east side of the Mishkan. Where were all the rest of the Levim? The Chol Shar Levim, the rest of them. Chonu Bishar Gimel Hatzdodim. They were resting on the other three sides. Vim Cain, if so, Hari Betzada Mizrach, Loi Hoya Efshir Lies, Machna Yisrael, Rochik Ma Mishkan. So at least on the east side, it could not possibly be. Machna Yisroel from the Mishkan, Yosef Mapayim Amo. Well, besides Levat Mipurta, besides another drop, that the tents that took up the space that Moshe Aaron the son, that's all. But it was a, just it was very small. So the two thousand Amos basically on the east side was till the Mishkan. Since on the east side it had to be so. So they didn't make a difference by the tribe. They were all equally distant. Two thousand ama mina mishkan the mishkan every side, and that's why Rashi has to bring it out over here to tell you that it's two thousand from the mishkan, not two thousand from the levim. And as the Rebbe explained. 
that the Isser of Tuchumim over here would apply from the end of the Bnei Yisrael, where the Degel, and we can't have a gap of 2,000 Amma until the Mishkan, or at least until the Levim and the other side, but right here, until the Mishkan. So, what does it tell us? So, it's the interesting thing the Rebbe is going to learn from this, that the camping that we uh, don't want you to go too far. Why? So on Shabbos you can get to the Mishkan. And the Rebbe wants to learn about us also. That during the weekdays, when we have to get involved in workly matters, we also shouldn't get too far because we have to remember that on Shabbos we have to get back closer. We have to, can't go too far away. We have to be able to get to the Mishkan. Vov. So what is the hayro, the instruction for each one and one in our Rashi? We expect, we demand from each one and one of the children of Israel, from all of us, not only should we do the Torah commands, and the Rabbinic, Rabbonon, and all the fences, which means the protections for the Torah and the Rabbanon, Chulu. Elagam, what do we expect from a person? Not just to do all the commands, but call sheyu, call masechel l'shem shamayim. Whatever you do, even when you're not doing mitzvahs, whatever you do should all be for the sake of heaven. But Yosh, and there's even more than just do it for the sake of the heaven. Bechol d'rachecho de'ehu, know Hashem in all your ways, make Hashem known. As the Rambam, the Rebbe brings all the time, the two steps in how our weekday things should be l'shem shamayim, that means that means that also all the optional matters that a person does during all the times should be penetrated with the service of Hashem. Okay? So that's so always, whenever in our lives, not even when we're doing mitzvahs, not when we're doing the regular obligations of but everything we do should be penetrated. It should have in it the service, the responsibility of serving Hashem. But some people argue this is a very difficult task. It's okay on Shabbos and Yom Tov. person is not occupied at that time. In, same thing in the weekdays, during the weekdays when there's the special time when you learn Torah, when you daven, those are the weekday Shabbos Yom Tov times, because you dedicate your time for Hashem. Then you are free from physical matters. It's possible that your inside should be plastered with love and you're occupied in the service of Hashem. But when one is occupied in physical matters, how could you fulfill this? How could you be penetrated with the service of Hashem when you're dealing with Gashmi's Dikis stuff? But we're saying that the Mishkan should never be too far from you, even on the weekdays, because of Shabbos. The Mishkan is always within reach. For this, the hint in the Rashi comes 
Why was the Machne distant from the Mishka not more, only 2,000, not more? So that you come on Shabbos, you should be able to come. That's why it was always made not to go too far. For that reason, it was always not too far. After that's only applicable Shabbos and Yom so that from this you have the hint that the situation as it is in Shabbos and Yom Tov it extends also to the other days of the year what is the intent the level of Kedusha that a person is standing on Shabbos and Yom Tov that extends and it gives power in the weekday matters of all year that then too he should be penetrated with the service of Hashem so when the Yid argues that he has a hard time during the weekdays the answer is you have the Kesher the Shabbos gives you the Koyach that even during the weekdays you should be able to stand at that level because while the per the reason the Mishkan is close to you because of Shabbos, but we extended the rest of the year. And this hint in the Rashi comes Bikesher Lishir Hasmichas Vakiruf Shamachna Yisrola Mishkan. That gives you comes as it's associated to how much the shear, the measurement, how close, how next to the Machna Yisrola is to Mishkan. Because the Mishkan, Shehu, what is the Mishkan? Mishkan, that's the place where it's ready to bring Karbonis. There the The Mishkan represents service of Hashem. And through every mitzvah, and a good thing, the person gets closer, unites with Hashem. Umaram is Rashi, and Rashi hints, that how does the person become close to Hashem v'chulu, that the person has, which is the Machna Yisrael, so you're close, not more than 2,000 Amas that you have for Shabbos, that closeness extends also in the weekday. Shetomid, always close, Korev Hashem, always close to Hashem, and never go, never you never go too far from Hashem. You get the Kayak to be able to do your service in every aspect. Mesichas, Shabbos, Parshat, Bamidbar, Tavshin, Mamad.